believe that in the 21st century, the topic of periods remains a taboo. My name is Leah, and in this podcast, I interview different people from different walks of life and different stories, and we talk about periods, because it is time to normalize the conversation around our blood. This is I Bleed. Our skin changes throughout our life, the same way, if you're like me, you'd notice that your skin changes throughout your cycle. There are times where your skin appears to be glowing, and other weeks where it looks dull and dry. In this episode, I speak to Dr. Purva about things that we can do to improve our skin according to where we are in our cycle. I know our skin changes throughout uh, the years of our life. And I also feel that throughout the month, like the four week cycle of our, like the, every month, our skin also goes through changes. Right. And I've, I know a lot of women, including myself, who experience like prior to getting uh, my period, I do get a lot of spots. And I actually don't know, I, 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 the feeling that I have is that like there's a way for me to work with my skin depending on where I am in my cycle. So I'd yeah. like to talk to you about that since you're the skin expert about how to go about taking care of my skin during the cycle. Sure. So as we know, the menstrual cycle is, is cons consists of four phases, the menstrual phase, the follicular phase, the luteal phase, and the secretory phase. The menstrual phase is when the hormones are at the least level. Uh, so during this time, we feel dry, the skin is dehydrated, we feel uh, drained out as it is, uh, there is bleeding going on. So it's almost like you, how you will feel when you have a blood loss. In, in any other case, you will feel weak. So it's the same feeling, you feel weak, you feel dehydrated. So what is most important during this time of like up to seven days uh, from the first day of the menstruation till up to uh, up till the seventh day is that you hydrate yourself and drink enough of water, take good uh, nutrition, full of vitamin E, good leafy vegetables, uh, things like avocado. Avocado has um, good lipids, uh, something similar to ceramides, which helps in hydrating the skin and helps in increasing the hyaluronic acid by increasing uh, the collagen production. By so eating, that is really, eating it by or putting it on the skin? You, both, both ways. So you can also put like a, maybe an avocado mask, make it at home with a, a little bit of honey maybe, a little bit of manuka honey, or else just like that, <laughs> a little bit of avocado and just put it on your skin and it's going to help your skin anyways because it has the good lipid. So the avocado... And uh, like I said, vitamin E is very important. Uh, I would suggest vitamin E to be taken, uh, especially from beginning of the progesterone cycle, which would be around 21, 21st day of the period. So it would be around uh, before six to seven days of your cycle, almost approximately, if you consider like a 28 day cycle. And then starting from then uh, till your menstruation ends. Okay. So that is going to be really helpful. So this is the menstrual phase. 
during the menstrual phase, like I said, you have to hydrate your skin. So the time the hyaluronic acid serum becomes really important during this time. Ceramides become very important during this time. So ceramide is again a lipid, which is important in protecting our skin uh, from the outside mm, irritants like the environmental pollution. And uh, it helps, it's just a protective barrier. So uh, ceramides become important. After the menstrual cycle comes the follicular cycle, during which time the estrogen starts. So when the estrogen level starts increasing in the body, it automatically helps in increased elastin and uh, hyaluronic acid production. So increased elastin and collagen production. And that's why you feel that the texture of your skin is improving uh, as the days pass by. And I think uh, by, the, uh, by the end of the follicular phase, you feel your skin is really, really nice. Right. So you, fe you, feel, you, look, you feel you look hot, actually. Your hair, your skin. Yeah. <laughs> right. The skin is glowing. You feel hydrated. You feel you, you are at the top of your game. <laughs> so, so that's the time um, when you should take like, care of your skin by maintaining the skin. So which includes cleansing the skin, uh, again, putting the serum on. Serum would be the hyaluronic acid serum. And then again, putting your moisturizer on. Okay. After this comes what we know uh, is the progesterone phase or the ovulation phase. So during this time, again, the progesterone starts increasing after this. So when the progesterone starts increasing, what happens is it increases the sebum production inside our pores. Um, it also helps in closing the pores and it actually makes us feel a little dehydrated. Ah. So, so because of the increasing sebum production, you start getting breakouts after the ovulation phase. So right. during that time, you start getting the breakouts. Um, during this phase itself, the last two, three days of the cycle, 25th to 28th day of the cycle approximately, there is increase in the testosterone production as well, and which makes the acne um, right. or the bacterial infection. And that's why you usually get like the one spot, like either on your nose, your eyebrows, yeah. like your cheek. Yeah, it just chin. pops out, out of nowhere. You feel like, where did this come from? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Is there something you can do to avoid getting this acne? Yes. So uh, what you can actually do to avoid getting the acne is normally I would like to say that you should maintain the level of estrogen. So like you, uh, you can eat like maybe half a teaspoon of flax seeds on a daily basis. Like I already uh, have, we have already discussed before, which helps. And um, uh, so you can regulate the amount of flax seeds you eat. It can be up from one fourth teaspoon, I would suggest to half a teaspoon to begin with every day, because we don't want to uh, like over overdo it. We just want to slowly build on uh, the the nutrients in our body. So um, maybe half a teaspoon is also fine. That is a very good supplement. Vitamin E is a good supplement to take during this time. Primrose uh, primrose oil you must have heard of. Yes. Primrose, yes. So primrose is a good supplement again. Uh, the third thing would be taking care of skin. So how do we take care of the skin, especially if you are in acne? I would still suggest like people with uh, oily skin sometimes tend to over cleanse themselves. We should cleanse uh, gently, but you can also tone after that. So when you want to tone, you can use a toner which has salicylic acid okay. or 
and along with that, it has something like kojic acid or azelaic acid. So that will, what, what salicylic acid does is it helps in fighting the bacteria and infection. It helps in subsiding the acne. It also helps in smoothening the skin and closing the pores. And mm -hmm. azelaic acid is a whitening agent. So it helps in brightening the skin. Right. And like you would put like that toner on the spot where you have the, like on no, the spot? No, uh, you can tone the entire skin during that time because progesterone generally tends to increase the sebum production and then the testosterone adds to it at the end ah, of it. Okay. So both of the hormones work together to increase this, the sebum production. So what you don't want is acne. So the salicylic acid helps in fighting uh, the acne. After the toner, but you would want to apply a good amount of like a good quality hyaluronic acid serum right. okay so that it hydrates your skin and you don't over dry the skin um, with the acids that you are using like okay. the salicylic acid and the azelaic acid and uh, at the end of it put on a good moisturizer and a good water-based sunscreen people generally tend to um, put the oily sunscreen which again builds up the problems and builds up the acne so I would want to suggest that always use a water-based sunscreen during that time. It's right. going to help. Right. Uh, towards the end of the menstrual cycle, all the hormone levels drop in general. And so that is the time when you again start feeling uh, dehydrated and uh, all the symptoms are just, you're just at the lowest point at that time. You feel that something is going to happen. You feel bloated. So these are called premenstrual symptoms. This can be around... Uh, from around like uh, 21st day of the cycle till till you get the menstruation. So right. it's almost that period of time. Yeah, that is the time when you feel stressed out, you feel bloated, you, you people feel anxious, they feel like a breakdown, something or the other is happening, which is like just random. And sometimes women just, women feel very, very bad about themselves because they are not able to control it. It's not under their control. Right, right. So, so that is the time um, when uh, one would want to start using the supplements like the primrose, right? Uh, prim, like I said, the vitamin E. Yes. Right, right. And the flax seeds help. Really, they they really help. The flax seeds. But you know what? The thing is, like, I, like partly, like before you get your period, I think there are two things. Like when you PMS, I feel like partly you do actually your skin does doesn't look good. Like you know, you do look tired. Your skin does look horrible. And you yeah. feel horrible, so you reflect this all this horrible like it's so it's a combination of everything, right? Yeah, like yeah, because you're going through so many emotions at that time already. You're so, I mean, you are so feeling so bad about yourself that you are having all those breakouts and bloating and burping at the wrong time. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you you don't, I mean, something that you eat, you don't digest. So things like that happen. Right. Um, so, so, so then this is the time when you start using these, these natural things. Apart from this, I feel on an average, if you control the lifestyle, because our lives are so stressed out right now, right. if you control right. the lifestyle with proper nutrition and uh, supplement it from the nutrients, like, like I said, the vitamin E, the avocado, right. or even for that matter, uh, the flax seeds, or we discussed the other day, some flower seeds and sesame seeds as well. Right. So taking them in a regulated amount, 
uh, in proper quantities will help certainly in in the feel good factor at least right it will uplift uplift the mood and um, and improve the skin also you know that's the thing though about the skin because you always look at the skin and you think that the skin is something topical right that you need to apply topical things on it but the reality is it's like a lot of the time it's what you eat that's also going to affect your skin right I, i completely agree yes it's inside out and do you, and do you think some women have like face like skin problems because they have irregular period? Is that sometimes a symptom of irregular period? Where yes. yes, you're right. So so irregularity of period is basically when uh, uh, when the cycles are getting extended due to certain hormonal imbalance in general. Um, the hormonal imbalance now could be due to any anything. It could be um, due to a, a disease, a, a pathology. It could be due to just lifestyle. PCOS is one very common problem, which uh, which um, is uh, which is related to irregular menstrual cycle. So um, yes, I mean, if there is an irregular menstrual cycle, obviously the person will have more uh, kind of symptoms. They may have more of PMS symptoms. They may have a certain phase which is more extended. Right, right. But also because I feel, you know, like for a lot of young teenagers, when like they start, like, you know, at the age of 14, I know a lot of friends of mine, including myself at the age of 14, 15, 16, when we started getting acne, like the, the, the way, and, and I completely disagree with this way because I feel they doesn't look at the problem, but the way that the doctors treated it was like, oh, you have acne. We're not going to tell you what to do with your face, but you should take the pill, you know? So it was like not fixing the skin, but we were, I don't know how it works in some parts of the world, but like, I knew that when, yeah. when I grew up, the, the solution to bad skin was to take the pill. So oh was it the hormone pills? Yeah, of course. Yeah. The pill, the oh contraceptive god. pill. Yeah. My god. Yeah. Um, so I, I completely disagree with this, um, this practice really. I mean, I'm actually more of like a holistic practitioner, more of like a functional medicine practitioner. So I like to deal with uh, the body from inside out and not from outside in. So, so I would want to heal someone from inside first. And I would still, I mean, if I have someone, a teenager coming to me first for any, any kind of a menstrual problem, I would want to know what is going on in her life and her mental phase and emotional phase. And along with that, I would want to treat the physiological problem of menstruation. I mean, it's not the physiological cycle of menstruation, let's call it. <laughs> it's not right, problem. right. So I would want to deal, it, deal with it like that. Uh, I would want to, again, um, regulate the nutrition of the, of the person. What happens is when we are teenagers, we are munching on, like I said, I mean, when we were young, we, we, we were not uh, told every time that you should not take too much of sugary drinks or you should not have too much of sugar in even your lemonade, <laughs> for example. Right. Um, or you should not eat too many chips. But I mean, we, we, we used to indulge now and then, every now and then. Uh, and that, that caused, that built up the problem. Um, right. Increased intake of salt makes you feel bloated. Right. Uh, so when you eat more chips, you feel bloated. Uh, teenagers many times don't understand that. That it's because you are having more salt in your diet that you feel bloated. Right, and, right. Uh, 
once you feel bloated, you are feeling dehydrated. It's like a cycle. Right. Uh, you're not taking care of skin. You are trying to rest a little more. You're not drinking enough water. Everything just adds up and makes your skin dry. The acne breakout. But you see, I also feel it's so important to even like, you know, for teenagers, I think because they're not given the right education in regards to their skin, because they're not in their body in general, like a lot of them like are given the solution to fix the problem without really understanding what the problem is. And that's where I have a problem. Like, you know, like it's like, yeah. A 14-year-old girl on a pill because she has spots. Like, you know, because if you ask a a young 14-year-old why is she taking the pill, it's like, well, my skin is all clear now. It's like, okay, (laughs) and like, wash your face, like eat less sugar. Like, you know, these are the things that they should be hearing instead of like, this is the pill, do whatever the hell you've been doing, but take that Mm -hmm. pill and we'll balance it out, right? Yeah, that's that's a wrong practice, really. Uh, Also, because... uh, these are habits like I don't want uh, my daughter, I will never want my daughter to grow up and think that uh, the solution to acne is taking an oral contraceptive pill. <laughs> yeah. So uh, acne is much more than that. Ac- uh, I think women have always had acne, but uh, hormones or even uh, like playing with the hormones won't be uh, the solution to that. Uh, right. Yes, but, but regulating your lifestyle definitely will help. Right. And there are also like, you know, the natural way of regulating the hormones through seeds, for example, like, you know, as you mentioned, flaxseed, sesame seed, and there's a whole new trend nowadays about people that are choosing not to take the contraceptive pill, but choosing like um, what they're calling cycle seeding, which I think is a very interesting trend as well. You know, but I just feel it's like, let's use what nature has given us to not, I don't even want to use the word fix, but like to have a better life in general. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, the, the cycle seeding or seeds, the, the seeds, <laughs> I mean, um, they can, and you can promote uh, the little girls to eat their salad properly. Just put the seeds on them, eat your salad and you'll feel better. So yeah. in, instead of telling them, okay, go eat your chips <laughs> or go eat your pizza. Just tell them, go eat your salad. I have prepared the salad or your salad is on the table. Just put the little, a, a half teaspoon of the seeds. Uh, it could be just a mix of the seeds if the kid does not know and uh, they are good to go. They will at least feel good about themselves, feel right. good that they have eaten something healthy right. and uh, they will feel good about their body. Yeah, but totally. in general, I would say for the skin, um, what I would want everyone to keep in their cupboards is uh, a good cleanser uh, uh, which would be a gentle foaming gentle uh, gel or a foaming uh, cleanser uh, it a micellar micellar water is very good micellar water based uh, based cleansers are very very good they are good for sensitive skin and actually all skin types right so i would i would suggest one cleanser for sure the other thing would be a toner which could be a salicylic acid and kojic acid or azelic acid based toner, like I said. Um, and okay, I will also tell you, so the cleanser will be useful for the whole cycle. The toner will be helpful, especially during your luteal phase towards your menstrual cycle. Right. Uh, I would not want someone to over dry their skin by using the toner during their dry phases, which would be uh, disastrous for them because you don't want to over dry the skin. 
So not after your menstruation has begun because that is the time your skin starts becoming dry. The, all the levels are very, very low on right. the hormone. Right. The third would be the hyaluronic acid, which I would want everyone to put all the time, and no matter whether it's menstruation or not. Right. And the, the fourth thing would be a, a good water-based moisturizer or a hydrating gel so that you keep uh, your skin supple and hydrated at all times. And the fifth thing would be a good, like a titanium oxide-based sunscreen with a least of, at least 30 SPF, an SPF of 30. Well, that would be the optimum and you will be good to go. Um, also, for even for the kids, I, I would want, I mean, I, I keep telling this, uh, people think that the kids don't need SPF. It's not that. Kids do need SPF, just like the adults do. Kids do get pigmentation later on in their life if they don't use the sunscreen earlier and they are sun exposed for very long periods of time. So right. it's important to use the sunscreen as much as uh, for kids as for adults, right. along with keeping their skin moisturized and supple as well. It's just a matter of habit. I mean, right. I think especially the young girls, um, I know you have a daughter of, <laughs> and I have a daughter. So I, I feel that especially the girls, if uh, they are put into the habit of using the correct things right from the beginning. Then they're um, sorted for the rest of their yeah, life. They are sorted for the rest of their lives. They will at least remember, oh yes, mom told me this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Purva. It was very nice talking to you. And yeah, thanks a lot for this call. Same here. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. And it's always uh, fun to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and participate in my first period project or the pad art. All information are on the site i-bleed.com. <laughs>